Welcome to Your Brain on God, 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 God. Thanks for joining us for our 14th episode of YBOG, where we'll be talking about focus, focus, about letting go of all of the noise, of all of the background stuff to focus on the one thing, or maybe one or two things, that really matter, that align with our values, and how when we focus in on things, it actually expands our lives rather than limits our mm-hmm. lives. So we're really excited that you join us on this episode. Yeah, enjoy. That's good. You guys are awesome. Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? You're a thousand, yeah, a thousand miles, miles away from... right Whoa. now. How did you know I was going to say that too? How did I know you were going to say that? Because we are so in sync. Ready, Aaron? What? The word is table. <laughs> okay. Three, two, two one. Brown. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we have to guess the right word. Okay. Three, two, one. Wait, what was it? Brown, brown and, table? and table. All right. Three, no, brown and food. Brown and food. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Potatoes. Oh, dude, that was close. Beans and potatoes. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Smashed. <laughs> Dang it, bro. <laughs> All right, ready? Mashed steak. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Shredded beef. Shredded beef, dude. <laughs> shredded beef. Mashed steak. You think I would get shredded beef? Why would you go to butter? <laughs> because, <laughs> because butter is on mashed potatoes. Yeah, but we're talking about mashed mashed okay. steak. Anyway, guys, welcome <laughs> to uh, YBOG, Your Brain on God, episode 14. Episode 14. Episode 14. And if you've made it, to this episode with us, I just want to say, <laughs> you were deserving of those four claps oh, because four. because there oh, is geez. something special about you, and I don't know if it's a good thing, <laughs> but it's a thing. But it's definitely a and thing. We will embrace that, and, and we will. We really will. And so we're glad that you're on episode uh, episode fourteen. Episode uh, fourteen. And we got out of our fear series. If you were with us for the entire fear series, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and watch it. Okay, because I think it was like episode ten. No, it was episode episode nine through there was five 13. of them. Yeah, but we did a, a half one in there. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Go back and listen to the Fear series. But, I mean, if you're on this one, obviously, keep listening to us because this one's going to be good, too, I think. Because <laughs> today we are talking about focus. 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 Mm-hmm. Talking about focus, mm-hmm. which always reminds me of uh, the Grinch. Hmm. Yeah. When uh, the Grinch is <laughs> where the Grinch is talking to Max, and he's like, Focus! Okay. Yeah, I said five sevenths, not, not what is it? <laughs> five eighths, not, not three uh, fourths, or whatever. Yeah, he's like, he's cutting the ribbons or whatever. Yeah, no, uh-huh. when he's making the machine to go steal Christmas. Oh, yeah. Anyway, welcome. Uh, oh, wait, again, he hands many, him the the wrench. Or whatever. Yeah, he okay, hands him sorry. the wrench. Yeah, he goes and gets him the wrench. Um, yeah, we're talking about focus. Um, focus today because we just believe that whatever you focus on gets bigger, and I think we've said that in an episode before like where our focus is 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 where we're gonna go i remember um i remember when i was in motorcycle training and uh and they they said um they said this phrase they kept saying this over and over again they said wherever your eyes are looking that's where the bike will go 
Mm-hmm. So it, and so I, I would go around and and we would you know do circles or we were doing like our little laps around when we were learning how to how to ride the motorcycles and they would constantly be telling to keep my eyes up, keep my eyes up, keep my eyes right. up. Like they were and and it felt like how much do I have to keep my eyes up because I felt like I was already doing it, but they were like, no, your eyes need to be up. You can't be looking at the bike. You can't be looking at the ground because if you're looking at the ground, you're gonna end up on the ground. And if you're looking where you want to go, you're going to end up where you want to go. So it was right. all about this this focus thing, and I think that's that is really important for our lives to you know I mean to to wherever we're focused on, that's where we'll we'll find a way. So we want to talk about focus a little bit today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I even remember learning that as well when I was just learning to drive. My driving instructor mm-hmm. just talking about how often people veer off the road because they're looking at something to the side. Right, and it's so easy for that to happen. And whenever I was in, uh, I used to do Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Yeah, just type of like martial arts. I did it for like I don't know nine months. Not I very feel long. like that's the it was most kind of expensive, so I couldn't afford it. That's like the most <laughs> damaging type of martial art, isn't it? It's you just uh, go straight for like the jugular and stuff like that. It is. It's like I think it means like contact combat or something. It's like Israeli. It's really street fighting, basically. <laughs> that's dope. So I can go to Israel and just know how to throw down, you know. Right. Only uh, in Israel, though. Only in Israel, yeah. I yeah. can't... I don't know how else to use it. Isn't it, like, about, like, poking out eyes? It's about going it's for all, like, the maximum, things... Maximum maximum uh, impact, minimum effort. Which is how I live my life. That's how I live my <laughs> life, too. <laughs> but in the... When I was learning Krav Maga, there was this phrase that my, uh, my sensei would say. And whenever he was teaching us how to do, like, a basket, basically, like, holding someone's head. But he would, he would talk about... Where the head goes, the body follows, mm. right? Wherever your head is, wherever your head's going, the rest of the body's going to go there. So it's a lot of self-defense in, in Krav Maga. And so a lot of things would be like pushing underneath someone's nose, you know, so their head goes back. If their head is going to go back, their body's going to go back, right? Or oh. if you have a hold of their head and their head's going to go down, their body's going to go down. Like, right. um, But I remember taking that concept and realizing how much that applied to life, you know, right. where our head is at, we're going to be going that direction. Whoa. Regardless if we want to go that direction, right? if our head is in that space, that's the direction we're going. Right. So much so that this was, I remember relating this to feeling homesick Whoa. when I was at, in college. So I was in Australia uh-huh. and I, I left knowing I was going to be gone for at least three years mm-hmm. and I probably wasn't going to be able to visit home. And while I was there, I remember having this moment of feeling, feeling so homesick to the point where like, I had pain. Like in my stomach, it hurt. Physical pain because you were Physical so homesick. Physical pain. I was thinking about home, and my family, and uh, I remember laying. I was laying on, <laughs> just laying on the carpet. We had no furniture in our house. Like, oh, you were so sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of us like new students, all living together in a house, and we had like no furniture. Basically, we had no kitchen table. It's like a guy's pad. Yeah, but and, and, no and it was all fresh. We had nothing there, right? The students that were living there before us, they took all their good furniture when they moved to a different place. That makes me depressed. Just you talking about this, and we're. <laughs> <laughs> we're laying on the floor I, I, sorry not we i was laying on the floor middle of the night uh-huh. just thinking about my family on the carpet on my back looking at the ceiling mm. and i remember all of this like emotion welling up in me a tear rolling down the side of my my cheek <laughs> it couldn't even roll down the side of my cheek because i wasn't sitting up it was rolling down the side of my temples you know towards my ears <laughs> collecting in the pools of my ears <laughs> And I was feeling this physical pain inside my stomach. Bro, I can't. I can't <laughs> Aaron, why are you laughing at me right now? <laughs> because 
being so serious. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. You're talking about your tears filling up your ear pools. <laughs> All right, keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, I was focusing so much on where I that I wanted to be home, right? To see right. my family, but I couldn't. Like I physically couldn't. Right. And later on, I contemplated this a little further. Hmm. Started thinking about how our mental energy, where we spend our mental energy and our focus, we naturally want to get some sort of return from that investment of energy, right? So if I'm mm. spending my time thinking about my family, I, na- I want some kind of return from that. Naturally, everything's in me wanting to go see my family, talk to my family, hear my family, right. you know, spend time with my family. And when I couldn't do that, there was like a deficit. Like I, I felt like there was this investment I was making that I wasn't getting anything back. Right. You know, and the same thing happens with like, if I'm thinking about video games all the time, what's happening? I'm, I'm uh, it, without me uh, deciding, I'm naturally going to start making things happen. That's going to get me to play in video games. <laughs> it's right. like, that's all I'm thinking about. Right. Even if I'm not thinking, Oh, I'm going to play a video game later on. If I just keep thinking about these video games, eventually my mind works its way to make that happen. If I'm right. thinking about girls all the time, my mind makes it a way to find some kind of girl to talk to or try to right. connect with or have some kind of emotional intimacy. You know, if I'm thinking about something all the time, my body, my brain is working to make that thing come to, to reality. And so that's why homesickness was so hard because, because there was no return thinking on Thinking about home, wanting to go home and uh, my body and my mind was wanting to get that return, but I couldn't. Right. Right. It's, it's like, like hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah. You hope deferred makes the heart sick. You know, it's like you have this like you have this like visualization or maybe it's just like a I don't know what to say fantasy, you know what I mean? But like of like, oh, I want to see that person so bad or I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah, your heart, yeah. your heart longs. It could be like a good thing it could be in good. a way. But but we even focus on like um you know, like the glory days, I would say that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the the times that were that were that are no longer right. And we long for those and we can't get them. And, and there's we have that feeling of right. And then yeah. and then we start to get sick to our stomachs because because there is no return on the investment of right. our energy that we're putting into think about those people the emotional weight that we're putting into you know to being with those people you know yeah and we can't get that and so when I was in Australia I realized okay well I want to start focusing on what I can actually do right now so I started mm. focusing on relationships that I was around started focusing on the community that I was in focusing on work and the things that I could actually get a return on investment, you know, like where I can spend my energy and my time because that's where I was. Right. Help me be present. Um, yeah, it was actually a really big shift to help me like establish myself while I was there mm-hmm. and actually build, um, good experiences, good community, even knowing I wasn't going to be there forever. Right. I decided this is where I'm going to invest my time and my energy. Right. But we could focus on money find ways to make money and we'll find ways to make money right if we want to make a lot of money we can find ways to make money whether it's through stealing or if it's through working really hard right if we keep focusing on i want to make a lot of money generally we'll find a way to make it happen right if we're focusing on jesus i'm just after the bag if we're just after the bag (laughs) we're gonna get that bag you get the bag we're gonna get the bag Yeah. yeah you know and whenever we focus on something um we we keep moving towards it where your head goes your body follows right that's such a that's such a good thank you Krav Maga thank you Krav Maga thank you Israeli martial arts that that's so that's so true that's so true yeah you're going to follow what you're always focusing on and that can also 
on, be really dangerous too, right? Because mm-hmm. if if you you know, focus usually has to do with your your values. You know what I mean? But focus can also do. You know, we just got out of our fear series, but focus can have to do with your fears as well, yeah, right? So yeah. it's like you're fixing your eyes on your fear, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I can't go there. I can't listen to that. Oh my gosh, I can't be around that person. You know what I mean? Or I don't know if I can make it there. Or I'm never gonna be this. Or I'm never. You know what I mean? And then yeah, we yeah. can get so consumed with with our fears or our failures, our mistakes, get focused on sin, get focused on a, a myriad of negative things, right? And then your body is naturally going to live those things out, right? Yeah. Because your your brain becomes like locked in on certain things, you know? And then it's like, that's all, that's all you can think about. You know what I mean? So the natural, what's being sent throughout your body is going to respond to what you're focusing on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Whether or not mm-hmm. that's good hormones going through you or bad, you know, right. hormones going on that are stressing you out, that are making you feel sad. Whatever you're fixed on it is, is going to make your, your body go there and also is going to make it healthier or not in a right. way. Right. Whether it's healthy or not. Right. Healthy. I love, I love, um, what, what Jesus says about, about your focusing, he says, I think it's in Matthew seven or something like that. Matthew five, seven, yeah, Matthew five through seven. So somewhere one of, <laughs> yeah, somewhere <laughs> in the Bible. Um, he says, uh, if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be filled with light. And that word for healthy in Greek means single. I think we talked about this earlier. It means like without fold, right? Like, un- means, yeah, without folds, unfolded, has no folds. simple, single, one focused, mm-hmm. fixed, right? Like a fixed point. And so what Jesus is, is saying in this thing is, and it equates with healthiness, that if your eye is single, if it's simple, if it's not layered and you're seeing all these different things, but you're focused on one thing, then your entire body will be filled with light. So that's a huge thing on on focus, right? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> on on he's literally saying what you see and what you're determined to fix your eyes on is what you're going to get. And I love what you say all the time Daryl is is you get what you're looking for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're always focused on fear, you're going to get fear. Right. You know, if you're always focused on what's going to go wrong, you're going to experience what's going to go wrong. You notice everything that's going wrong. Right. If you're always yeah. focused on how you're not with your family, you're going to feel homesick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get the return. But if you're fixed and you switch your focus to what you have in this moment, right? I, I think that's a, that's a huge difference. I think the, the Bible has a lot of different stories of, and we do it all the time, is where we are focused on things that we can't control. We're focused on things that we don't have or are not yet, right? right? Which leads us back to the time and presence episode. But we're focused on, we. there's just so many different things to focus on. The question is, how do, okay, if there is a single focus that Jesus is talking about, what do I focus on? Right. What right. is that focus? What What is the focus? What is Jesus talking about? If your eye is single, single on what? <laughs> because there's a million different things that I could focus on and that I could go for, but I don't know what to focus on. You know what I mean? So so what are those things to focus on? You know, because I want my body to be filled with light. Filled with light. Yeah. yeah. Jesus also talked about, uh, you know, how you can't serve two gods. Right. And he, he there's one thing you need to focus on. Because you can't, you're going to be split when you try to fo- do t- two different things. Right. You, you can't, can't serve God and things. money. You can't serve God and money. Yeah. Right. Or God and insert anything. Anything else. <laughs> anything else there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he says in that passage specifically what that one thing is to focus on. Right. Um, 
I think that uh, the Pharisees complicated things often. Right. <laughs> Having their many folding these things a bunch of times, you know, right. making it many layered and complicated. And Jesus often brought it back to simplicity. Right. And one of the things that comes to mind is when he said that all, when they asked, what's the most important, right? Yeah, what's the yeah. most important law? What's the most important commandment to follow? And he said, all of the laws and prophets are summed up in this. This is the greatest commandment. He's basically saying, this is everything. This is everything. He boiled it down to one, mm-hmm. one focus, right. right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right. And then he also tagged the second one in. So I guess he... <laughs> I guess it's two. But he, but he says, said it's like it. It's like yeah. this, it's almost the same thing. You know, it's, it's right. similar. It's, it's like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right. Because if you're loving God, you can't love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then go and like hate your dishonor neighbor. and hate your neighbor. Right. No. Right. Those things are tied together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at the same time, you can't really love your neighbor. You know what I mean? Without like loving God. You know what I mean? I think I already said that. <laughs> right. When we love, if we're loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we're in a much probably better position to be able, just to be able to love somebody else. To be able to love somebody Because of what happens when we're loving God with everything that we are, we kind of tend to, we stop caring about all of our selfishness right. as much, right? you know? And mm-hmm. that's how I can love somebody else is when I'm not selfish anymore. Right. When you're whole. When I'm when whole. When you're complete, mm-hmm. right? And that's what stepping into the love of God is, that fullness of his love. And so yeah. Jesus does, he simplifies it to this one this one thing of, of loving him with everything, you know? Yeah. And I think he does this multiple times and he kind of shows this, this relationship dynamic going through of what is the most important thing. You know what I mean? There's another story with, of Martha and Mary and uh, their two mm-hmm. sisters and he comes over to their house and Martha is the, the hospitality guru. You know what I mean? She's going around and she's cooking everything and she's getting everything ready because Jesus is in her house and she's, you know, she's getting everything right. She's tidying up and she's just, she's anxious about many things, you know, and Mary's just sitting at Jesus's feet, just listening to what he has to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's fixed. She's not focused on making dinner. She's not focused on cleaning up the house. She's not, you know, she's not focused on getting ready or anything like that. She's just focused on listening to the voice of Jesus, listening to yeah. his teachings, being in his presence. And then Martha gets mad at Mary and is like, Jesus, aren't you going to correct Mary? Right? Because it's, you know, I mean, because I'm doing all this work, right? right I'm focused yeah. on all these things. I'm getting everything ready. I'm preparing dinner. I'm cleaning up the house. Tell her to help, come help me, right? And then Jesus, I, I love what he says. He says, he says, and Martha, you are anxious about many things, but Mary has chosen the one thing mm-hmm. that is necessary yeah. and it will be not be taken from her. The right? one thing. The when one Martha thing. Martha was focusing on the many things. The many things. Anxious about the many things. Right. Martha was focused on the one thing. Mary was focused on I mean, that. Mary was focused on yeah, the one thing. Mary yeah. was focused on it. And I think a lot of times we can... We can live our lives like the Martha, mm-hmm. you know, where um, where we're focused on so many things that we can't, that we're anxious about it all, you know, yeah. or or we th- we think that they're important. And I think this is something that we again we talked about before uh, we started recording. But in order to focus on one thing, it means that you have to let go of the many things. Yeah, you need to let the rest of the things mm-hmm. go out of focus. Right, and we talked about uh, on a camera. When you have a camera with the uh, mm-hmm. the best pictures, 
the ones that look the best are the ones that blur everything else out except for the thing that you want to see. Yeah, that's, that's so why good. Uh, portrait mode on your camera, <laughs> mm-hmm. it makes everything else blurry right. except the thing that's in focus. It adds like extra blur so the thing in focus can stand out right. and look even better. Right? You can. There's even more details that you can see. And in our life, that's what we need to do mm-hmm. in order to really focus in on something to make it stand out and 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 see all of the value and all the details that are there and att- and tend to those details. Focus in by blurring out everything else. Right. What really matters? Because we can have a you can have a picture that takes in a lot of information right if you're like standing in a field with a bunch of trees behind you and then you know there's like some rocks closer to the camera you can have a picture that actually will capture all of those things right but then it's hard to know what the focus is right right it might be less easier to know where the focus is you're going to be taking in a lot more information whenever you have a camera with a shallow depth of focus it's going to blur everything else out right what do you really want to be in the picture? And then your right. eyes are immediately drawn to that thing that's in focus. Yes, and you're drawn exactly because there's nothing else to even look at anymore. Right. Because everything is blurred out. And so in our lives, it's like, well, what are those things that I need to blur out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are the things that I'm giving attention to that I don't need to be giving attention to? Right. What are the, you know, what are these thoughts that keep coming to my mind that don't matter as much because mm-hmm. I really want to spend time thinking about this thing. Right. Or thinking about these people. Right. And having clarity on that allows us to focus our energy to actually making those things happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Or being with those people or thinking that way or growing in that way. There was a, a story I just read up on a little bit that it was um, Bill Gates and do you remember the other person? Uh, Warren Buffett and Warren Buffett, they were at yeah. a dinner with a bunch of people and someone asked uh, just the group, what's the thing that you contribute to your success the most? Yeah. And they, everyone wrote down their answer on the paper and both of them wrote down focus, focus. Their ability to focus is actually what they attributed their success to the most Mm -hmm. because they were able to say no to a whole lot of other things in order to focus in on what they thought mattered the most. Right. And we have to do that in our lives, Mm -hmm. you know, and when we do do that, at least whenever I've done that in my own life, I know that I feel a lot more um, full in who I am right? because I feel like I'm not wasting energy doing things that I kind of care about, but it's not really the thing that makes me come alive. Right. When I can practice saying no to the side things and just focus in on the things that I think matter the most, right? I feel the most alive, even mm-hmm. if I'm doing less. Right. I could be achieving less, but it feels like I'm achieving more because mm-hmm. I'm able to put more into the thing that matters the most. Right. Yeah. We were talking about um, magnifying glasses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, when we were young, I mean, Aaron was telling me earlier and I was like, oh yeah, totally me too. Yeah. I have my dad. Um, I remember the day so specifically too. He was like living in these apart this apartment complex, and I asked him. I was like, "Dad, can you go get me a magnifying glass so that I can burn ants?" <laughs> and my dad is dope, so he did. And so we went to the store. We bought a magnifying glass. And I spent the entire Sunday 
I just outside in the sun, just magnifying, you know what I mean? And just trying to burn ants through the sun. It's creating oh little God. pockets. I was like burning through leaves and like burning ants. It was, it was so much fun. Yeah. I, I loved it. Which, totally. which is some, some sick need to kill inside <laughs> <of> human beings, <laughs> <laughs> which remains to this day. I'm just oh kidding. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I've been doing it with paper, with leaves. Right, I totally right. remember doing that all the time. And it was so right. fun to be able to take it's like you're harnessing the power of the sun, right? And you're controlling it with this little piece of glass yeah. that somehow is taking all the energy mm-hmm. and bringing it to one focus, one focus, yeah, where it is intense and it's hot enough to burn things, right? It becomes it becomes powerful, you know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't just become like you're sitting in the sunshine. It actually has like a force that can actually burn through stuff because it's able to centralize or focus. Yes, uh, that yeah. Yeah, and when we take that energy and learn to focus it in on something, mm-hmm. it's way more potent. Right. There was a, uh, I took a, a class when I was younger about, um, I think I might have mentioned this before, but I meant to sign up for this class called Survival Skills. And I, <laughs> you, what? For yeah, real? Because <laughs> I was homeschooled. I had like a list of classes I got to pick from. I feel um, like I learned so electives. much about you on this podcast. <laughs> I thought you I heard knew you, tell, Daryl. I was told you just before. Survival Skills? Yeah. Like, I, uh, so there was a list that I got to check off like electives when I was uh-huh. in high school. And I wanted to take survivors, survival skills. Like, that sounds sick. I mean, get like a little kit, learn how to like go out in the backyard and the forest. The backyard? <laughs> or the forest. Yeah. yeah. Either one. Either my if backyard. I was, if I was stranded in my backyard or stranded <laughs> in a forest or on an island, I just want to know how to survive. How big was your backyard? <laughs> it was not, not very big. But I remember thinking, oh, that's going to be so much fun. I'm going to love this. Right. And uh, I, I got my coursework back in the mail mm-hmm. and I had the course for self-development. Because I accidentally checked off self-development, which mm. is right above survival skills, apparently. And so I had to take this course called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and or Highly Effective Teens. Stephen and, Covey. Yep. Or whatever. Yep, Covey. Stephen Covey. And I had a workshop I went to. And in this workshop, we did this whole prioritizing exercise where we took uh, all these tasks and you had to make your four different quadrants, right? One of them... Um, it was all based on importance and urgency, right? So what's the most important thing, what's highly important and highly urgent, right? You have that in one corner. Those mm-hmm. are the things that you, you're going to get done. Then you have the things that are highly important and not urgent, right? Right. So you do want to make sure those get done, but maybe they're not in the urgent part yet. Then you have urgent, but not important. Mm-hmm. And this is a key uh, a key place to be able to draw a line between what, how you're going to spend your time. Right. Urgent, but not important. Urgent, but not important. Right. What are the things that are saying now, now, now it needs to happen now, but actually are not going to attribute or contribute to the overall goal. Right. That don't actually matter. What are, what's mm-hmm. not actually going to be adding value. What's actually not going to be helping build your life the way you want to build it, but it's needs to happen now. Right. Those are the things that you have to say no to. Mm-hmm. And so you have that quadrant that's not important, but it's not, and it is urgent. And then you have not urgent, not important, which right. those are just waste of time, even more <laughs> waste of time. Yeah. Even more. But whenever I think that, I think we can get mm. easily caught up doing urgent things that right. are not important. Totally. I do that for sure with work. Maybe it would be important one day, but it's and that one. It probably isn't really even. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like it's something that needs to happen, but it's not that important to the overall mission. Right. But it right. can. It could be good to do. Right. Right. And those things that could be good to do, 
but are not vital for success or vital right. for growth or vital for becoming the person that um, that I feel God is calling me to be. Right. Those are the things that have the most potential to take me away from that place. Right. Because they're demanding attention. Right. It's like a notification going off on my phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, Instagram. Check your Instagram. Right. 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 Like, oh, you got a new message. Check your it's text. It's not that important. I think. I think that's the problem with our brains. Sometimes is that they are they they take a stimulus or whatever. They take something mm-hmm. like that. And I mean that's a part of anxiety, right? You get in that fight or flight. But where it says like everything is important, everything needs to be in focus, right? right. And then you get in this information overload. And then you end up being less productive than you would have been if you actually took a deep breath, took a step back. Hey, what's actually important? Right. What's not important? You know what I mean? What's actually valuable? I'm going to do this and I'm going to forget about this. You know what I yeah. mean? Because there's there's always those things that are um, are tugging on you, right? That are like kind of pulling you away from your focus. And, and there's no amount of prayer <laughs> maybe to some extent there's no amount of <laughs> prayer or no amount of like just you know forcing your way in to where you, there's never going to be something that is vying for your attention you know yeah. like that that's not going to happen you know and so even more you are going to have you know we are going to have temptations or different things that are pulling at us like hey hey hey, hey look at me look right, at me right. look at me look at me and and they seem important. They seem urgent. And going back to the motorcycle analogy, right? Um, when I was on the motorcycle, it's actually very scary to keep your eyes up, you know, mm. because you have a 600-pound beast underneath you. And it's scary to keep your eyes up and not look down at the road because there might be something in the road. And so what they tell you is all of that stuff needs to be in your peripheral vision. But your peripheral vision is kind of blurry, so, right, yeah. so it's actually scary to kind of like look and scan and 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 keep your eyes up because I want to be noticing what's happening everywhere below me, right? And that's the same thing with life. The same thing with Martha. Well, getting the kitchen done is important, isn't it? You know what I mean? Right. Like, who's we need do the dishes yeah. if I don't do them. Who's going to do the know? dishes? Who's going to you know? Who's going to cook dinner for Jesus if I don't do it? Right. Right. And so these things are always vying for our attention. And so figuring out it's a hard thing to figure out what actually to focus on. Right. And so I think that kind of model, that box model is is an important uh, an important way to kind of step into, Okay, what is actually important in this very moment? This is right in front of me and this is actually important. I'm going to become single in this moment. You know what I mean? Right. I think the, the Greek word is haplos. Haplos. Right? Which means so. single. And yeah. then the antonym of it is diplos. Which means double. Which means double. <laughs> <laughs> right? But to be to be divided, you know? And and there's a there's a lot in scripture and even just what I've read about like even monks who are following after God about living a divided mm-hmm. life. You know what I mean? Uh, it, double-minded. Double-minded. Yeah. James talks about don't live double-minded because you'll be tossed to and fro mm-hmm. like like the wind and the waves. A kingdom divided against itself Can't cannot stand. stand. I, I remember reading stories about monks who would always do one thing at a time, right? Yep. They would go on a walk and they would eat so they wouldn't be, they would even like maybe quiet down while they ate, you know what I mean? So that they could just focus on eating, you know what I mean? Like they would do one thing at a time because really our brains are not good at multitasking. In right. fact, they can't multitask, you know, to some degree. I mean, we we can, but we can't keep, we can't have undivided attention to two things. 
Right. You're no, naturally yeah. going to be divided. You're naturally going to do it not as well as if you are focused on that one thing. Yeah. You know how many? So I think I read this in a book. I was reading a book. I think it was called The One Thing. And the whole thing was about doing one thing at a time, right? Mm-hmm. How we, and, and it talked about these different myths about productivity. Mm-hmm. Multitasking was one of them. And he mentioned how we can't do multiple things at the same time with all of our attention and all of our effort. Right. Right. And so if we try to multitask, we're inevitably going to, those things are going to suffer in some way because we're not going to give it full attention. Right. It's not going to be as good as it could be. And he gives this example of walking and talking. So we're on the phone and you're walking to somebody, you're just walking, you know, it's possible for us to walk and talk totally, right? We can chew our gum, we can walk and talk, but then something serious really happens. What do we do? We stop and we listen or we start talking and communicating Mm. because even that little act of walking, which is so natural to us, is still taking some of our energy. Right. But even in the midst of that, with such a little thing as walking that we're doing our whole life, you know, well, you know, except for the first few months or year or whatever. <laughs> right. But that little thing is I walked taking straight away. out of the womb. Walked right out of there. As <laughs> yeah, soon as it opened walk. up, I just yeah. walked right out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need your hands. I'm yeah, like, excuse, excuse me, coming I'm through. Gonna, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> not even problem what's up okay <laughs> hey Where's what's up milk? can somebody cut this please uh, yeah, yeah. what is this okay <laughs> do your job oh okay cut this thing <laughs> um but even that little thing of walking right we stop doing because we're trying to focus and pay attention to what's being said totally and that myth of multitasking you know right where we think okay well i'll just do all these things at the same time inevitably something's mm. gonna suffer right and that's the myth is that we'll be more productive if we can focus on more things than once at once, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, it, it, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. You know? It's not about figuring out how to focus on multiple things at the same time. No. But how do we focus on what really matters? Right. Right. And and that's, you know, I, I relate it back to, um, you know, when I was in, it's actually probably for the last three years, maybe two years, maybe I've developed, you know, a lot deeper of relationships with people. Um, because in my earlier years, like in friendships, I just wanted to love on everybody. And so I just kind of made touching points with everybody. Hmm. So I was a part of a lot of groups, but didn't have a lot of solid deep friendships or right. or wasn't what it's not that i didn't have some deeper uh, deeper friendships obviously you know my best friend rob from you know from college like he totally like a solid guy still talk to him to this day you know so i yeah. definitely had deep relationships but i was less okay with being at a party or a get together a gathering and focusing on just having one conversation with one person then I was like, I need to make my rounds with every single mm. person, right? right? Because to me, it was like, everybody matters. You know what I mean? Like, And so I'm going to go talk to everybody. I think that's it came out of a good heart. But yeah. I, I, at this point in my life, I think I am more okay with just being with one person and sitting and talking to them for the entire party. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Or for the entire get together to actually have a conversation. And in fact, I enjoy it more. And I think that person enjoys it more when you could just keep going deeper. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, some people yeah. join the conversation. And it's cool or, or not. You know, but to actually focus on that one person and have them be, 
I, I guess goal is a weird word, but my goal for just creating connection with that one person. And so other yeah. people come up to you, hey, come over here, do this. Are you going to take this picture? I'm just like, oh, wait, I'm talking right now. You know what I mean? Just so I could focus on that one person. I used to think that it, that it almost even wasn't loving to just focus on one person. Like I have hmm. to reach everybody. You know, I have to go everywhere. Right, right. And, and I've started to realize now, no, it's, it's actually, I think it's more valuable and it comes back to those values, right? What is important to me to have a deeper conversation with one person or maybe two or three people than it is to try and make my rounds and have a bunch of shallow conversations that I'll forget later, mm-hmm. <laughs> later right. on, you know? And so it was, it was that focusing in. That actually created oh, even a deeper connection. Like I left the party even more rejuvenated than I would when I made connections with everybody. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because because it was that focusing in. You know what I mean? And it was actually more productive for my relationships that I would stay in one group or that I would, you know, sit and I would be present and I would be, you know, there for that one person. I would only talk to a couple people in the night or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? Because everyone's vying for your attention, wants you to come over here, have conversations here, blah, 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 all these different, you know, not that people are just like it's a distraction waiting to happen. You know what I mean? If something actually was important, I would talk to that other person or something like that. But but when you focus in, I think it it, it opens up things, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think this is a, a big fear. And th- this is a fear that I've had. I'm a type seven on the Enneagram. And so getting locked into anything is mm. it, it feels like an assault on my freedom, you know. <laughs> right. So it's like it, it was always scary to pick anything to do. You know what I mean? Because I just want to keep options open. I want right, to keep everything. Right. Yeah. Open, you know, but I think we are afraid in focusing in that it will limit us rather than expand our reach. Yeah. So so we're scared to actually lock in and this is why people are so afraid to like pick a career or pick something that they love to do or like get really good at one thing. You know? Because if I actually lock in, if I want to get really good at guitar, that means I can't be really good at drums. You know? And there are some people obviously that are really good at both. But right. what what I'm saying is yeah. like if I want to be an expert in something, that means I'm not going to be an expert. Right, because you need to say like no to other things. Because I need to say no to other things. And this is the this is the reason that I'm a jack of all trades but a master of none, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like I played all the instruments. I wanted to get them all, you know what I mean? Right. But I'm not an expert in anyone because I didn't focus in, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so we feel like if I focus up that it will be limiting rather than expanding. But I had this vision a while ago of Jesus says, narrow is the way that leads to salvation wide is the path that leads to destruction right and i had this this vision from jesus where where i went through this narrow way and it was like it was narrow we just squeezed right through it you know but then but then when i actually come to jesus and i experience the narrow way what happens is it was like a full plain like an open field like mountains and everything like i could run for miles and miles Mm. and miles right so it was like narrow is the way but wide is the territory that that narrow way leads to Mm, right right. and i think that that is a a myth of focusing as well is that actually when you focus on something it opens up opportunity Right. It opens up like the ability to develop. It opens up the depth of community. It opens up all of these things. But we're afraid if we don't focus on everything that we won't have everything. You know, yeah. when it's actually focusing, being single opens up a multiplicity of things, you know? Yeah. That when you focus in on the one thing. Let me, I'm trying to think of a thing of an example, but if you, if you have your, it's like a filter. Mm. right when you put a filter on everything is 
filtered through that one thing. So everything has that has that color. Right. So you start noticing all these different things in a different mm. way. I think you mentioned this actually earlier today or the other day that when we do focus on Jesus or having like the having the mind of Christ, right. we see everything through a different perspective. Right. Because we're focusing on him. Right. And so when we're focusing on him, everything that we see is going to be in accordance to that. Right. John Maxwell he says that his he has a mission statement for his life and it's to love God and add value to people. Mm. That's his focus for his entire life. But those two things, loving God and add value to people, that's what he spends his life doing. Right. And there's so much opportunity, so much that he's been able to do because right. he's had a focus. Right. Right? He focused in on I want to live my life to love God and add value to people. Mm-hmm. And through that narrow focus, he has done so much. Right. He's, he's written countless he's books. Written he's a speaker ca- all over the totally. world. Totally. He's passed. I mean, he was a pastor for a really long time. He's written countless leadership books. Yeah. He speaks to huge companies all the time. He has a podcast now as well. But he he's done so much because he was able to focus his life. Right. And so focusing our life doesn't mean we're going to lose things or get cut, have things cut off or lose opportunities. Well, it does mean that, actually. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does mean that we're going to lose certain opportunities. We're going to lose certain things. We're going to have to say no to a lot of things. Right. Because when we have a focus, that is the one thing that we become, uh, we, we become committed to. That right. is what we are here to do. Right. And uh, Tony Robbins says the same thing with... If you want to be successful in business, focus on one thing and add more value than anybody else. Right. If you do that, what's the one thing you can do that'll contribute more value to others right. than anybody else can do? Right. Do that one thing. Right. How are you adding value? Right. And he, this is his this is how he tells people to build a successful business. Yeah. Figure out the one, the one way you can add more value. One. What's the one thing you can do to add more value than yeah. anybody else is adding? What's one mm. thing that you can do? Yeah. And when we can focus in on that one thing, it doesn't mean we can't build more relationships, but it might change the way that we build relationships, mm. right? It's now we might be focusing on, if I'm focusing on Jesus, okay, how, how can I be like Jesus? Like how would right. Jesus build relationships, right. right? How would Jesus make these decisions? These decisions? And it's not, it, it's, I don't even know if I would say that you are losing the amount you're not losing the amount of things that you're getting you're just getting different things that all have to do with the one thing <laughs> right it's not as much of a loss as it is a change right right you're changing what you're going to be investing in you're changing what you're going to be expecting from life you're changing the way that you're going to be living your life because you're focused in on one thing right which does require you to say no you to say no and that's that's like a uh a, a huge thing is that you have to empower your no. <laughs> that sounds like a self-help title or something. Grow your no so you can bless your yes. Oh, Margaret heck Stunt y- used to say that to me all the time in college. <laughs> Grow your no. Yeah, you have to say no to things, you know? Um, you know. Yeah, you, you have to say no to things. You know what I mean? Some things are just less important. Some things are not your calling. Some things are not in line with your mission for your life. And... And that sometimes comes at a cost or maybe even 
an experience of an cost, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then you realize, oh, wait, that wasn't actually too much of a cost. The, you know, this ended up happening that totally filled that place. You know what I mean? You say no to certain opportunities. You say no to doing things so that you can direct your attention on things that that matter, you know? And I think, I mean, I deal with a lot of the the young younger generation. I mean, I'm still young. I'm only 26. But but with with youth, and I would say younger, maybe I don't know if it's Gen Z or like just younger millennials, maybe right on the cusp between Gen Z and millennial, is um, is this experience of having so many options, and this is something just typical to high school as well, um, high school and college, having so many options that you get paralyzed by the amount of options that mm-hmm. you have, right? And they don't know what to do. So the easiest thing to do for them, it seems is to cut off all options, just go work at a regular, you know, food place or something like that, and then try and be like a start a business or something like that, you know? Which I commend them for going and starting a business, but most of the time they're still focused on so many things. Right. They're not willing to commit to one thing that it actually stifles their growth and then they end up spending most of their early 20s you know what I mean? Not really falling into their calling or, or their purpose, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or or falling into like growing in something great, you know? When I think about focus of someone who totally goes against this grain, it's, uh, you know, one of our, our old electric guitar players for, um, for church named Journey, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. This kid would spend at least four hours a day playing electric guitar in his room. When no one else is watching, like, li- how much do you have to say no to to play four hours a day of electric guitar? Yeah, but this kid was insane at electric guitar. Absolutely insane. So, so good at it. He was excellent at it. And then he just moved to North Carolina to try out for Elevation Church, which is one of the biggest churches in the country, you know, uh, to try out for their worship team. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure he's going to make it, you know? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, that that's in his future to actually step into that space because he because he did focus in yeah. on that one thing, and he became excellent. I can't shred like that guy because I wouldn't focus on electric guitar. I could do very basic things because I kind of played a little bit, right? Right. But, but he was kind of someone that went against the grain and wasn't afraid to say, I love electric guitar. I'm passionate about electric guitar, so I'm actually going to jump into this thing and play as much of it as I can and get really, really dang good. And he did that. And it's a bummer that we don't have him at our church anymore because he was he was fire, you know, he was so good. He is, so. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. So so yeah, it's it's focusing in on that one thing so that so that more opportunities can be, you know, because if he didn't do that, he wouldn't be thinking that he even have the confidence to go try out for like an amazing, you know, what I mean, absolutely incredible worship like elevation worship, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Open it all up. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's <laughs> good stuff. That's good. Are I we think, done? <laughs> uh, um, something practical to help bring focus. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be good to end with a couple of practical things. Yeah. Um, something that comes to my mind is one, I mean, ask God what that thing is. What's your life about? What's the most important thing? Mm. And just sit sit and and what comes to mind and write it down. Um, Something that I mentioned earlier was that John Maxwell, he has a mission statement for his life, which he 
says is what focuses everything that he does, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that he does is about loving God and adding value to people. And that's right. how he spends his life is figuring out how to do that one thing. Right. Um, if you don't have a mission statement for your life, sit down and try to figure that out. What is the one thing that you want to your life to do? What do you want to do with your life? How do you want to spend your time? If you can focus all of your energy on one thing, what would that be? Mm-hmm. I've been... Uh, getting into the practice of journaling and most of the days I'll be in the morning, I'll write down what my quest is for the day. Right. And that's, that's my mission. My my mission is to love better than I did yesterday Mm. and to build God's kingdom on the earth. And so every morning, um, except for the days that I miss, (laughs) I, I write that down on a piece of paper and that actually helps bring focus to the way that I spend my day. It brings focus to my energy, for, to my thought life, to my efforts. It it brings focus to what I'm doing because I'm writing it down every day. And I could not write it down every day and just have it somewhere. But actually, the act of writing it down causes me to remember it throughout the day. Right. Because then I, it becomes more ingrained into who I am. Mm-hmm. And if you have a mission statement, it can change. That's okay. It doesn't need to be something that you have to commit to now and now it can never change again. But if you find something... Mm-hmm. one way to focus your energy, focus your life, focus your efforts, write it down. And if it changes later on, that's okay. My, I used to have, uh, I've had a couple of different mission statements throughout my life, but the more that I've lived and the more that I've grown, the more that I've changed, the more I've tried to clarify what is it that I really want my life to be about. Mm. And if every day I can love better than I did the day before, I think I'll be doing a pretty good job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if I can do that for 60 years, I'd be happy. Right. Right. I, I, I would be satisfied. So figure out what that thing is. Um, sit and spend some time in reflection um, and write it down. Yeah. 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 I would say also just a, a good reminder is that, you know, your focus for today could be different than your focus on tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it's, it's okay to fully give yourself to something. I mean, and then not unless it's like marriage, but <laughs> fully give yourself something and then change your mind. You know what I mean? And you know, you could fully give yourself to like, I just want to become the best drummer ever, you know, and fully realize and then be in it for a year and be like, Hmm, you know, and that's not a waste of time. You know what I mean? Right. You devoted yourself to something. You went after something. You realized that it wasn't for you. Focus on something else. Fully dive into it, you know? fully show up something that Daryl's also encouraged me with a lot is that is that you have to fully show up in life you know Mm -hmm. you have to fully show up to things and and that doesn't mean that those things won't change and if they do change it doesn't mean it's a waste of time actually go after something and then if you change your mind and you're like man i really want to focus on this instead you know what I mean? Then go after that instead. And you would have developed the practice of focusing on something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, at the least. Yeah. At the least. You would have developed a skill and you would have, you know, or developed a craft, but at least you would have developed the skill of really giving yourself to something, the commitment of giving to yourself. And that's empowering in yeah, itself. Absolutely. To fully give yourself to something and to fully go after something and 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 to be okay saying no to other things, which would be the second thing I say is is to is to say Ask yourself, you know, in the morning, what, what do I get to say no to this morning? You know, like today, like, what do I have to say no to? Like those friends hanging out tonight? It's like, that sounds good, but 
I really want to focus on this tonight. I really want to write tonight, or I really want to practice tonight, or I really want to, you know, I mean, I don't know, gain something from this film score tonight, you know, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm actually going to say no to that so that I can say yes to that. I'm going to say, what is it? I'm going to grow my nose grow so I can my, bless my yes. Yeah. Grow your nose so you can bless your yes. And then no becomes fun sometimes, you know, <laughs> it, it does where it's just like, it's like, do you want to do that? And it's like, no. I don't, you know, because it, it just doesn't align with my values. Like sometimes people ask me to hang out now and, uh, I'm just say no, <laughs> because I have like a, a solid yeah. group. I have things to do. I have things I'm going after things that God has put on my heart that I'm just, woo, I'm ready to go. And so I can't hang out with everybody. Right. You know what I mean? I can't go to that, you know, I can't go to that movie night or I can't go to that thing because I, well, one, I don't really want to because I have something else that I'm focused on, you know? So, so, so grow, grow that. No. So yeah, I would say relax. <laughs> what you focus on today can change tomorrow and that's okay. And then unless you're changing flippantly, right. And right, that, that's also is... something if you're flip, if you're changing every single day, you don't really know what your values are. And just sit with it for a minute. Yeah, sit with it for a minute. At least, you know, maybe take a week or take a month to really sit and fully give yourself to something before you decide this isn't for me. Because, again, with this generation that's coming up, it seems like they can be very flippant sometimes. They're they're great people, great people. But um, I can be (laughs) flippant sometimes. But, but yeah, so, so... Realize that it's it's not you're not set in concrete and you're not locked in if you actually focus on something. And then empower your no to create that focus. And the final thing I would say is um, fix your eyes on Jesus, man. I love mm-hmm. what Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says. It says, uh, yes, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses, it's talking about like the heroes of faith. It says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the one who initiates and perfects our faith mm-hmm. for he for the joy set before him endured the cross despising its shame right so that we might be the firstborn of many brothers i think i made up that last part but i didn't remember the actual verse <laughs> but it sounds good but it sounded so good and you know that it did um but jesus had a focus it was the joy set before him it was the kingdom set before him and he he was able to endure any kind of suffering because what he saw past the suffering he had a focus and then just like jesus we get to fix our eyes on him who initiates and perfects faith that means from the beginning to the end he's got your life he's got your faith he's got your love he's got like what you're going after your plans your purpose he's got all of those things mm-hmm. in his hands from the beginning the initiation to the perfection or the completion of those things jesus has got it you know and then he becomes that filter by which you see all of life right mm-hmm. and I want to see through Jesus's eyes. I want to focus on Jesus so that his focus becomes my focus so that my heart, you know, that Hillsong song breaks, my heart breaks for what breaks breaks his heart. You know what I mean? My eyes see what his eyes see, the people that he sees, the, the love that, that he wants to give. I want to be able to give that. And so seeing through Jesus is really important to me too. So those three things I think are practical. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, we, uh, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. <laughs> today's episode of YBOG. We didn't even say it. Your brain, brain on. on? God, 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 God. Beautiful. Make sure that you guys follow us. Uh, subscribe on iTunes Podcast, Spotify, uh, Instagram, uh, YBOG, or actually it's Your Brain on God on Instagram. On God. Uh, you can get to Your Brain on God on YouTube as well. Watch us in video. 
yeah i think that's it that's it you guys are awesome have the most amazing day and we will catch you next week for your brain on god Mm -hmm. peace Peace. Peace. peace out